Anthony, I thought we talked about this. We are winning, Craig. We are winning off the field. No, no. By what? By what count? What you mean? We're inching closer and closer, or I guess we're getting closer to solidifying our spot in next year's NFL draft and having a top five pick. That's okay. winning off the field, baby. By losing on the field. Yes. I don't think that's what Bruce meant. <laughs> oh. Hey, Bub, we're just winning. Winning off the field. We're oh. winning on and off the field. Yes. I'm trying to find this Trinity Rodman Millie Rock for you. Millie Rock? Ooh. She uh she scored for the U.S. this weekend and they're friendly. Uh let's see if this is it real quick. Was it was it sturdy? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah. I'll have to I'll have to, to wait, no, go back. Go back. Oh, YouTube, you're killing me. Oh, you lost it. I did. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay. Whew. All right. I'm going to send this to Anthony uh, while he hits the button to get us started on the on the pick six. Because he's ready to do that. The six biggest commander storylines. It is caught! Delivered at six o'clock sharp. It's the pick six at six. I'm going to be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan. Millie Rock review coming up at uh, at 6.45. Don't, don't forget before real things, Anthony. Very important. We're gonna we're gonna have you uh, review trends, Millie Rock. I got you. Okay. Uh, as for right now, number one, you sir said the most important person on Sunday would be Ron Rivera, <laughs> uh, especially defensive coordinator Ron Rivera. I'm not gonna say that you were wrong. Yeah. His defense sure did give up some stuff. Yeah. I don't know that it was necessarily a his defense thing. But, I mean, maybe more GM, Ron? I don't know. What did you think? Because you, you've left some notes here in the rundown that I think are interesting, and I don't know that I agree with them. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I don't think it was all JDR and Brent, Brent uh, Wieselmeyer who was, who was behind, you know, the defense's poor play. To be honest, I think it was all of them as a collective because JDR and Wieselmeyer, whether they're here or not, they're not the people holding back this, this unit. We, we just – overestimated the talent that we have on this you, you know this roster and we've been talking about it all season long and Ron you know with him stepping in I don't necessarily think he went about you know fixing everything it was supposed to be you know simplified you know so that the guys can like understand it and guess what it still didn't work so well you could be simple and still bad yeah that too like I mean the first touch on a Tyree kill like they lined it up pretty simple man to man and yep. they, they lost um, you know, later in the game, the second touchdown to Tyree Kill, like, I don't think that coverage is that complicated. Yeah. They screwed it up, and they lost. Yeah. Like, you can still lose, and I, they faced a team that is impossible to prepare for. It's, this is the biggest mismatch coordinator-wise, maybe in the whole league. You have an old-school, super simple uh, defensive coordinator who, by the way, is trying to install his stuff and try to make it as easy and digestible as possible in one week. I know they had the mini buy, mm-hmm. but they don't get to talk to the players until they get back in the building, which they don't aren't there the whole weekend. So they came back and they did the best they could. Like I think they had probably I, I'd be curious to watch the tape, but my guess is the call sheet was pretty simple. They don't have players that generate pass rush. There's only so much they could do. And a lot of that though stems from the fact that Del Rio implemented something that didn't work and Ron's having to try to undo it in week 13 against the Miami Dolphins and Visselmeyer like 
the technique and all the stuff. They can't undo and teach everything. They're trying to tweak off what's already there to try to make it palatable. But realistically, like, this is... Like, to say it wasn't Del Rio and Visselmeyer, like, it was largely those guys because uh, it's just the stink doesn't wear off that quickly. It's one week. Okay. And these guys were working with these players all off-season long, all training camp, and all season, and they never could get it right. And Rivera, I mean, there is some stuff that they did better. I know it doesn't really look that way on the scoreboard, but you, you, Logan's first pass through the game when he was watching it live, he's like, you know, you see a couple of things where they're able to do some things a little bit faster, a little bit better than they have in the past. Um, well, and to me, I'm much more interested in the final four games than this one. This is a a total throwaway for me defensively because of the opponent. Um, but we'll see. And also, by the way, all those guys, don't, uh, Rivera obviously very included, they helped pick the players too. Yeah. So that seems that seems relevant. Ugh. Number two. Percy Butler, uh, second Tyreek Hill touchdown is not a good look for him. He's not remotely close. Like, you're the deep safety there. Deeper than the deepest is the rule. Tyreek Hill got deeper than you. Uh, the first one is not on him. Uh, he makes a nice play later in the game. Like it, it's The problem with Percy Butler is he plays a lot of good football. Again, PFF had him as one of the highest grade players on the Commanders. And like a se- grade in the 70s, not even like, uh, which is green. Like that's that's not a bad day. If, if, if your entire team is in the 70s, you win the football game. The problem is the plays that he that are bad for him are like really bad and consequential. And that's just not a way you can play safety in this league. So if you're gonna have bad plays, have them be small hiccups uh that are correctable within the play. Do not have them be you are the the guy that's supposed to be deeper than the deepest and you are not, or you're the last player on run support and you miss a tackle. Can't do that every single week. It's unplayable football. Um and that's that's the Percy Butler story. Number three. Sam Howell was your pick, bold Anthony. <sighs> Number three was Sam Howell. And uh, I don't think – I mean, Sam didn't have a good game. Like, he, he just didn't. Uh, this was a third straight game uh, where he had a pick six, even though the play that Van Ginkle makes was a hell of a play. Um, also, he's still, you know, holding on to the ball a little bit. Now, some of that does have to do with receivers not getting over as quick as they should. Um, but still, it's just the fact that, you know, he's still getting hit at a, a crazy amount. But my biggest takeaway from watching Sam uh, that this game was that he showed that he's an effective runner. You know, he he and he proved that he can um, be a bit of a playmaker. So, yeah, I'm still highly encouraged about what I've seen from uh, from Sam. But th- there's still just more. And I think four games is more than enough sample size uh, for us to, you know, continue to evaluate him. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what the next couple of weeks uh, look like for him. This Miami defense is actually pretty good. Um, They have great players on the back end. Uh, They get 24 pressures in the game, which is a lot. Um, You know, considering they got 24 pressures on, I think it was 55 snaps. Mm. Like, sheesh, man. It's a lot of of pressure. Um, And I don't think the offensive line was good. Chris Paul was, like, fairly terrible in this game. Um, and I think the thing is, like, this offense feels very predictable and non-explosive, and so you have DBs that just sit on stuff, and this zone match stuff that a lot of these really good teams play, and by the way, the guy who kind of started that was Vic Fangio, the Dolphins defensive coordinator. It really crushes this system, and some of this is the receivers themselves, but, like, 
They're running the routes sometimes as design, and defensive backs are matching it. It's like, what do you want them to do? So I think Sam played okay. Um, I think Sam needs to be better on schedule. They haven't been good on schedule in a long time, and sometimes that is him getting the ball out now or throwing with more anticipation. There are times where if he just throws the ball out into space, like a guy's going to run open if he doesn't look open at the time of you know, the decision. You have to trust that that the space is there. So sometimes it's on Sam. Sometimes it's on the O-line giving up quick early pressures. He still does vacate clean pockets too often. There's one play that I wanted to... I saw like a reverse angle, and I'd be curious to ask Logan about it um, tomorrow when we tape take command, and we often watch some tape together before we do. Um, well, like, Sam looks like he drops back to his right. And, like, instead of dropping straight back under center, and sometimes that's by design, mm-hmm. but the pocket is, like, even. Yeah. And he, and he just kind of drops back into pressure, and it's one of the sacks that Wiley gives up. But, like, if you were to take, like, Photoshop Sam out of the photo, it looked like a clean pocket. So, like, why is Sam floating that way? Did he see a flash of color um, to the left side of the pocket and and fade right and then wind up running into a sack? So there's still plenty of, like, very nuanced stuff to, to get to. I don't love the play calling. The receivers are not killing it. The The offensive line is not playing well. It's just hard to evaluate him right now. Uh, quickly, the last three. Number four. Uh, Brian Robinson. Uh, he was very, very good until he got hurt. I think it's interesting that Rivera was like, yep, uh, he felt a hamstring and we didn't want to risk it. Uh, it shows you how important he is for the future of this team, but also how out of it they are. Um, so B-Rob... And the running game in general, they ran the ball a ton yesterday, which yep. is weird in a game you're down 31-7 at halftime, but I guess I don't know what to make of it. Number five. Terry McLaurin. We talked about Terry quite a bit already. We'll continue to talk about him. I think more as the week goes on. Um, I don't know that he's doing a bad job of getting open. I think he's doing a bad job. Like He is not open often in times where Sam has to throw. So there are times where he's winning, but it's taking too long because it's a long-developing route. And the pressure or the protection doesn't hold up. Um, or like I think there's a couple plays at times where like he's coming at there's one in particular where I remember he's coming out of a bunch and Jahan's just too slow in front of him. Like get out of Terry's way. You gotta understand you can't hop, skip, and a jump off a line if you're the head of a bunch because you're screwing up everyone behind you. And so that and then like the play calling of just not getting him the slants, not getting him a touch on a screen. Shoot. Hand him the football on an end around or on one of these little touch passes. You watch all the ways that Miami gets their playmakers the ball, and it just drives me bleeping bonkers that Terry can't get some of those. Yeah, I, I, I think you perfectly said everything. All right, on to <laughs> number six. Jamin Davis. Uh, Jamin played an okay football game yesterday. Uh, could have been a lot worse if on the Tyreek Hill first touchdown, uh, Tua had thrown Devin Achan in, or Devon Achan instead uh, because he smoked Jamin off the line. But generally speaking, like Jamin had a couple tackles for loss. He continues to probably be the best playmaker on this defense. He's not perfect. He, to me, is a part of the future for sure. Um, but... You'd like him to be in the bottom half of your defensive skill players. Like, if you rank your defenders 1 through 11 and Jamin Davis is, like, your ninth best player, you're going to be a really good defense. If he's, like, your second best player, which is feels like what he's been this season, I don't even know which of the defensive tackles is first, if even they are. If, if Jamin's your best player, like, you're not very good, and that's what this team is. All right, when we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about Eric Bieniemy and something that Ron Rivera said today about EB in this offense that I think he meant as a defense, but to me, 
is offensive, if you will. It's next on the Hoffman Show on the Team 980. Always live on the free Odyssey app.